TGIM Team RE. This is episode number 288. Key moment of, I can have so much fun and I, and I don't need alcohol to be associated with it. Welcome to the Recovery Elevator podcast. My name is Odette Kressler. Thank you so much for joining us. On today's podcast, we've got Annika. She is from Denver and she is one of the founders of Get Groovy. She's a self-proclaimed sober curious entrepreneur. I connected with Annika last year when we were planning out our Denver retreat for this year. And I was very much looking forward to meeting her since Groovy was going to be one of our main sponsors for the event. However, as you all know, that retreat got canceled. I don't give up easily, guys. So when I found out that Denver wasn't going to happen, I reached out to Annika and asked her if she wanted to come on to the podcast to chat with us about Groovy, the Sober Curious Movement and Non-Alcoholic Beverages. And I have to tell you all that when I spoke to her for the first time, I found myself super inspired. I was listening to her story. I was listening to Groovy's story. And the decision that I had made to bring her on as a guest just got 120% validated because it's an amazing story. There's strength in numbers. And what our conversation made me feel was this strong sense of togetherness. Whether or not you're sober curious, recovering from addiction, or just wanting to lead a life without alcohol, we're not alone. And even better than that, we're all rooting for each other in this journey together. And if you're interested in trying Groovy's products, you can go ahead and check out their beverages at www.getgroovy.com. Make sure you use the promo code Recovery Elevator. That's two words, Recovery Elevator at checkout to get 15% off your next order. My favorite is their non-alcoholic Prosecco. So if any of you guys try it, let me know what you think. All righty, team, let's work on finding your better you. I want to use a few minutes before introducing Annika to remind you all that you are in charge of setting and honoring your own boundaries. Annika and I mentioned this on the interview, but if non-alcoholic drinks, non-alcoholic beers and all of these new varietals, even kombucha, if these are drinks that you're not comfortable with introducing to your sobriety, then follow your gut. We all have different triggers and only you know how to best protect your journey. Here at Recovery Elevator, we want to continue to emphasize the idea that everyone's path is unique. We all have similarities, but we also all have differences. Introducing new, diverse tools that can help anyone out there is very important to us. I firmly believe that if we expand the recovery menu that currently exists in the world out there, if we introduce new modalities, new tools, and if we learn to accept and respect them, the world can recover at a much better rate than if we all stick to one method and one single approach. So I really want to encourage you to stay open, stay curious, ask questions, and learn. Oh, and did I say protect your energy yet? I think I said protect your energy enough on the episode I did about boundaries, but what the heck, I'm just going to say it again. Protect your energy. All right. Eso es todo. That's my weekly dose of rambles on RE for this episode. And before we hear from Annika, let's hear from my favorite resource on this journey, Cafe RE. When departing from alcohol, here are the two main keys to success. You need a supportive, loving community, and you have to create accountability with others who have the same goal in mind. Whether you want to ditch the booze for a month, a year, or are simply sober curious, you'll get both of these in Cafe RE. These groups are unsearchable on Facebook. 
who is in the group and what is said can only be seen by members. You get 24-7 access to a group full of others whose priority it is to live an alcohol-free life. These groups are capped at under 400 members to ensure quality connection. In Cafe RE, you'll find that quitting drinking can be fun. For $19 a month, you get access to the community, get paired with an accountability partner, attend educational online webinars, online discussions, attend in-person meetups, participate in book club, movie club, and more. You'll also get discounts to retreats and sober travel trips. 15% of monthly fees goes towards our service project where we work with a nonprofit helping those who have been affected by addiction, and another portion goes to the in-person meetups. Go to recoveryelevator.com and use the promo code OPPORTUNITY to waive the setup fee. Again, use the promo code OPPORTUNITY to waive the setup fee. I hope to see you there. Annika, welcome. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And listeners, I will tell you that this is the second time that we record <laughs> this episode. Uh, Annika and I recorded a couple of weeks ago and we had some audio hiccups. So I appreciate you doing this with me once again. You know that it's been a learning curve and not really sure exactly what happened, but I really appreciate you just being resilient with me and getting back on the podcast. So thank you, Annika. <laughs> of course. I mean, it was a great conversation, so why not have it again? <laughs> I'm just, I thought about it as a rehearsal and now our listeners are going to get the, uh, the buttoned up version. <laughs> And let's get right into it, Annika. I know that your version of this journey and your story is very unique and different than most of our listeners. So I just want to ask you, like, do you have an actual date of the last time you had a drink or do you just, how do you, how do you work around that? When was the last time you had a drink? Do you even have a recollection of the date? Yeah, I mean, definitely I'm not very strict on keeping track of the dates, but I really haven't had a drink since pretty much COVID situation and quarantine. So probably about two and a half, three months there. Yeah, I can't believe we've been at it with that for that long. It's already <laughs> yeah. July. It's crazy when you think about it. <laughs> it is. Mm -hmm. So can you give listeners a little background? Can you let us know where you're from? Do you have a family? What are your hobbies? And just what do you do for fun? Yeah, definitely. So I'm 24 years old, Canadian. I recently graduated from McGill University with a cognitive science degree. Hobbies overall, I just love being outdoors, uh, yoga, hiking, all that. Definitely love traveling as well. Obviously not right now. Um, and then pretty much always busy with Groovy uh, during the week and whatnot. So walk me through your sober, curious journey. How, how did this all start for you? And when did you realize that you were going to change your habits around alcohol. I know, like I said, you have a different path than most of the people that stumble upon this podcast. But what, even for people who haven't even heard of the term sober curious, how did it all start for you? Or what was your relationship with alcohol growing up? Yeah, definitely. So I think I, I do come at it from a little bit more of that sober curious aspect, which is really that questioning of alcohol. And I think that really began in my last year of university. I mean, university was a regular experience and obviously there was drinking involved in that um, really realizing that it was a social drinker so going out with friends and bars clubs etc but really in my last year of university I was a lot more focused on school and just had a very busy semester and kind of questioning okay where does alcohol fit in 
really getting that feeling sometimes like, oh, I don't want to have to go out with friends tonight because that means I'm going to have to drink and then I'm going to be hungover. And those hangovers end up usually being, you know, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. And there goes your weekend. So that's when I kind of clued in a little bit more and became more mindful of why I was drinking. But I think it was really accelerated post-graduation and really with the launch of Groovy. And that's when I really was given the opportunity to kind of explore the alcohol-free space and try periods of time without having any booze Um, and realizing now that I had this beverage that I could drink, I mean, our own beverage, I guess, but that really helped to relieve that social pressure and allow me to fully put myself into exploring that space. And naturally with that, really noticing all the benefits of the alcohol-free lifestyle, right? Whether that's better sleep or having more clarity, being more productive, and really that light bulb going off being like, whoa, this is like a, a life hack here. And yeah, kind of just follow that through and now really don't drink much at all. So yeah. I love that you call it a life hack because I do feel <laughs> like one of the first things that came to my mind when you and I connected initially, and I know you're 24 and you're so young. And one of the things that I, that really stood out to me was the fact that you had those moments of self-awareness instead of most of us who just think like, oh, this is the phase of life that I'm in and drinking a lot in college or drinking a lot in your 20s is almost like a rite of passage of just adulthood. And Mm -hmm. I guess my question is, did something spark that thought process? Because I do feel like most people just think that's just what everyone's doing. That's just the way that it is. And I'm just doing what everyone else is doing. So what sparked that type of awareness in you? I mean, I think I was definitely along that type of thinking as well within university and, you know, everyone was doing it and I didn't think I had a problem or anything. I was just like everyone else. And even when I was beginning to question that, I didn't even really realize that until, you know, when I started to look back and be like, oh yeah, I didn't want to go out so much. Why was that? Oh, maybe that was because the alcohol and being hungover. But I think what really was that spark was having that beverage and creating that brand and now being able to apply that so much in my own life where I didn't have to have something there that was a social lubricant, but I could still have my social life. And I think that was a huge aspect for me being young and wanting to be with my friends, right? Yeah, that's a game changer. I have often had multiple conversations and get a ton of questions from listeners and people on Instagram and people in our communities about how do you do it? How do you go back to your social agenda? How do you how do you respond to a happy hour invitation? Just these very simple things that are mm-hmm. surrounding our lifestyle. So I just I love the idea of having something in your hand that's fun and delicious and not feeling left out while not having the repercussions like you said most of us realize after drinking the day after that oh I'm not my best self today and let me connect all of the dots uh how did Groovy even start like you're saying now I'm thankful that I have this beverage but like then what ignited Groovy to happen yeah definitely so Groovy we launched about a year ago um in Denver and it's really a whole family business so myself um, my brother Nikki my parents, my boyfriend, um, the whole gang. And we've always really been a health-focused family, often led by my dad, who's always kind of reading books, educating himself on nutrition and how we can be our healthiest self. And 
So we did kind of all begin to question that relationship with alcohol a little bit on our own. And that led to kind of doing our own research and looking for those options in the NA category. And there weren't many options out there. And we kind of found that the whole category seemed, you know, stagnant and underloved. And as I mentioned, Nikki and I are both quite young. So we love going to concerts, hanging out with friends, going to fun dinners. And the idea of giving up alcohol and that was going to, you know, ruin our social lives and we weren't going to be able to do those things anymore really is what sparked us to create Groovy and create a brand that coincided with our own values, something that was, you know, young, fun, and allowed us to be social and stay healthy. Where does the brand name come from, Groovy, or what does Groovy mean to you guys? So Groovy is kind of taking something that was that old term that means, you know, getting Groovy is kind of, you know, from the 70s and whatnot, and rebranding it, bringing it back, making it fun and new. Um, And I think that also goes along with the idea that you can be that person. You can be fun, silly, youthful, whether or not you have alcohol, right? So you you can be that same person, even if you're having a groovy. It's definitely a myth that is debunked by us who are now (laughs) on this sober dance floor of like, hey, we're not boring people. We can have a lot of fun. And yeah, we can get groovy. So I I really love that because I do feel like a lot of fear of people who are deciding if they want to quit or not, or even just go through a month, a dry month or, or, you know, dry January. Mm -hmm. They're like, I have to make sure that I do the dry month whenever I have nothing on my calendar, right? Because it's almost like the two things can't override each other. But at the same time, this you guys are building the bridge of that like you can you can still go to an event you can just bring a six pack of groovy so you are definitely fulfilling that need because I will tell you that I mean I'm in San Diego you you guys are are you in Canada right now or do you live in Denver I feel like I know this but remind me yeah so we we're I'm personally in Canada right now with the whole COVID situation came back home that we were living in Denver for the past year yeah so just speaking from I mean, San Diego is a big city in California. We're part of that health and wellness bubble already. But still, like I probably can only find O'Doul's and sparkling water of all flavors now, of course. And that's Mm -hmm. it. I mean, I feel like I have to ask my guy at the liquor store if he's going to offer any more options or drive to BevMo. And sometimes for some listeners, that's a little bit more intimidating because you're surrounded by booze. But there's definitely a need there. And you guys are obviously branching out and getting into more and more stores. But I do feel like you guys got in at a perfect time because the demand is there and people are wanting more, more options. So talk to me a little bit more about the product is I know some people tiptoe around NA beers. What's do you guys have some alcohol, no alcohol? Talk to me just a little bit about that. Yeah, definitely. So currently on our lineup, we have four um, craft beers and one Prosecco. And yeah, so I want to be completely transparent with that. So our beers, we brew it through a process called arrested fermentation. So this doesn't let the alcohol set in in the first place. It's a very timely process where you brew it a little bit, you take it off, you brew it, you take it off. Just to give some context, a lot of the non-alcoholic beers are dealkalized, so that means that they're being brewed to full strength and then removing the alcohol from it. But that being said, there is still a slightly fermented product, so the beers do contain trace amounts of alcohol. That's always less than 0.5%, usually around 2.2 to 0.3%. 
which many don't realize is in many other foods that we eat, you know, uh, banana, orange juice, any fermented foods all have that similar amount of alcohol, right? But exactly, I think it's always important to be mindful, especially in the recovery space. Everyone's journey is going to be completely different. And for some, a non-alcoholic beer might be a great tool. And for others, you know, even the idea of something that tastes like beer might be a trigger for you. So I think it's always important to keep that in mind and know what works for you and what you're comfortable with. That being said, our Prosecco is completely 0.0%. So if that percentage is something that scares you, it's really nice that we have that option that's also completely alcohol-free. That's great to know. And I, I really appreciate you speaking on behalf of the people who are in recovery and how ultimately this this is a topic of conversation that comes up a lot of like do you even with kombucha no do you drink kombucha are you comfortable with kombucha and i think mm-hmm. my response always is like you do have to be an advocate for yourself and you do have to get honest about what your triggers are for some people it's a great substitute for some people it's a trigger like you really just have to look in the mirror and get honest with yourself but it's something that individually each person has to decide however i do like noting that a lot of the time the decision to stay away from these drinks comes from maybe not being informed because i know that when i learned that Mm -hmm. that 0.05 was the same as the banana or a cup of kimchi then i was like oh I guess it's it's just a lot of the times it's more the stigma and the taboo, but it ultimately it does come down with everybody's comfort level and being an advocate for yourself. And it's great that you guys have a, a 0.0 option. I actually love the champagne and I know that that's, oh, Prosecco. I said champagne, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, know, no I know a lot of the people in our groups love the Prosecco and I know that we spoke about it a little bit ago as well, but you told me you have perhaps a rosé coming out. Is this true? (laughs) Yes, the rumors are true. So yes, we're kind of expanding on that wine side of things. And so we're working on a bubbly rosé, which we're hoping to release by the end of the summer. So stay tuned. Um, And it's nice because those options are also all gluten-free as well. So really connecting with, you know, if you're on that health space and many of us on gluten-free diets, it's nice to have those options. And you know, going along with what you said earlier, it's all for, you know, an individual choice. And Groovy is really just about creating that option, right? Whether you do drink alcohol and you just want a night off and you want a beverage to, to drink, or if you're coming from recovery or sober curious space, there's an option for you to have that's fun, right? Yeah, I love this concept of just treating this journey as an experiment, because whether or not you label yourself as an alcoholic or just sober curious or just want to take a pass from drinking in the evening I feel what has really empowered me is just knowing like the physical differences of how we feel when we drink when we don't drink and just knowing treating it like an like an experiment so maybe I don't think I'm a normal drinker but if I ever was maybe I would just like to have a groovy the night before a big race that I signed up for so that I'm not dehydrated and so that I don't have all these side effects in my body that are outside of mm-hmm. outside of whatever category you put yourself in is just actually knowing that you won't wake up hungover like you mentioned I think is just super empowering for people who who may or may not be normal drinkers so I love that your product is for everyone not just for people who aren't drinking, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's interesting to even see many of my own friends, which, you know, 
well, most of them really still drink alcohol and they'll even enjoy a groovy from time to time. And, you know, I had my friend the other day, I was out in Toronto and she was like, where can I get it? You know, I'm just finding that I would like to have something that's fun, but I don't really want alcohol all the time. I'm like, whoa, yeah, of course, you know. So it's, it's great to really see that opening up and just people being more aware of the consumption of alcohol. I will tell you that I'm a parent and it just sounds so hopeful to me when you tell me about your friends being on board and just this mm -hmm. dialogue happening at an earlier age, because of course, a big part of the solution to people who do struggle with addiction is, is prevention. And I do feel like even though that is probably not the reason why you guys started Groovy, I think that just having more options in general will play a role in preventing because then people feel like they have more options. And I just hope that when my kids are older, they're like, oh, look at all these options. It doesn't have to have alcohol, right? So it's just a really mm -hmm. hopeful, Definitely. yeah, it's a really hopeful part of of your message too, because you've told me before, but you haven't had negative pushback from friends overall. People are super open to, to this dialogue, right? Yeah, I mean, so overall, what kind of happened is, you know, we were all living in Denver. And so I didn't have my regular social circles of friends that I was always hanging out with. And then in this past fall, I went back to Toronto. And to be honest, I was a little bit nervous, you know, going back to these friend groups when, you know, the last time we all hung out was in university and often alcohol was there. And so this was kind of my first big, you know, social test um, going into a night without alcohol. And really a few things that I realized is one, people aren't, especially your friends, like they're there for you no matter what. They're not going to judge you on this. The biggest thing that I found was my friends would be like, oh, like, are you sure? How are you going to have fun tonight? Like, they're, they're almost worried about me enjoying myself because I was going to be, you know, one of the only ones not drinking. And I kind of sat them down and had a talk with them just saying, you know what, I'm okay with this. I'm happy with this decision. I'm going to feel great tomorrow. So you don't have to worry. Like, I'm going to be just as fun. I'm going to come dance with you on the dance floor. You don't have to stress about, like, if I'm having fun because I'm not drinking. And I found that that was their, like, biggest worry. And once I kind of sat down, and, I mean, I did go out and I had a great time and they had fun. And at the dance floor, it's not like they're thinking about that, like, all the time, you know. So I think that was my biggest realization is if I'm happy with the decision, then, you know, so should my friends. Yeah, and just being comfortable with setting those boundaries for yourself, I think, is such a such an another life hack another life skill is to just be able to be like this is what I'm doing and I expect you to respect it and that's it's mm -hmm. so it's so hard for many people to just be direct about here's where I'm at and that's how it's going to be you know and I feel like you've done that for yourself and I hope that's encouraging to other listeners out there boundary setting is very important and you just have to protect Definitely. your own energy and You can still go out on the dance floor and have a blast and not wake up with a hangover. So that's that's awesome that you're doing that and just yeah. leading, leading from the front. I really admire you for doing that. What's it like working with your family? So far, it's been great. So it's kind of funny. When we all moved to Denver, we got a big house um, out there and we were all living together again. And my boyfriend and our family friend were out there as well. So it's kind of an interesting situation because, you know, we haven't lived together as a family in about whatever, 10 years. And now we're all back in the house. But so far, it's been going quite smoothly. And it's funny because my boyfriend would say, how many dynamics need to work well for, you know, groovy to work well, right? So 
I have to be able to work with my boyfriend and my family and my boyfriend needs to be able to work with my brother and my dad and all of these different dynamics, right? But it's been going smoothly and honestly, I'm quite happy to be able to have this chance that, you know, doesn't come around all the time and my brother and I have gotten so much closer through this experience. You know, we wouldn't really text all the time or we weren't like, we'd see each other at family gatherings and whatnot, but we weren't the siblings that were like updating each other on what's going on in life all the time and stuff like that. So starting Groovy has really given us the opportunity to, to grow and become so much closer. So I'm truly grateful for that. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> sometimes maintaining that constant communication with people that matter to us, like siblings or friends when you're just busy with adulthood and life is a challenge in itself. So now you guys always have a reason to talk to each other. Yeah, I mean, definitely. And, you know, it's hard a little bit when you separate, you know, family time with groovy time, because the two become so intertwined. And you would wake up in the morning and we all have our coffee together and discuss, you know, our plans for the day and then go out and do them. But then we come back in the evening and have dinner together. And sure enough, next thing you know, we're all talking about groovy again, right? So definitely hard to tease those two things apart. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy. And it's been going smoothly, fingers crossed that it continues going that way. It's going so great. We actually just had a meetup in Colorado. I wasn't a part of it. But there was a group of I think around 20 people, 20 people from our Cafe RE members who got together and went on a camping trip. And I got a few photos. And I know I tagged you guys on them of people drinking groovy and enjoying it. And I know we also launched an ad a couple of weeks ago. And I feel like people have been using the recovery elevator code. So it's going well. I just Mm -hmm. keep telling people, if you don't find it, you can either order online or tell people at your local stores. Is that always an option to just try to get our providers here locally to reach out to you and then source the product to our cities? Yeah, um, definitely. So we're, as you know, currently in Colorado and Toronto. We also just, just launched Michigan. So slowly starting to expand in that state as well. But I think it's key to have those conversations. If you want to see Groovy somewhere, like we're always open to getting into new places and expanding and kind of a little bit of shift with COVID as we've been shipping also product directly to, um, you know, retail stores and stuff. So it's really about we can grow this, you know, demand and community together. So send us a message on Instagram or an email and let us know your local place that you want to carry Groovy and we can reach out to them and hopefully you'll see it in stores soon. Yeah, I keep thinking about the sober curious movement and even the sober movement as a little bit similar to vegetarian and vegan foods and how, I don't know, 10 years ago, you would go to a restaurant and be like, can you modify or do you have any vegetarian options? And now the demand, obviously, from people asking so much, the demand is so large that I, I do feel like at least in many states here in the United States, there's just a vegetarian or vegan option always on the menu because I feel like restaurants are like they're going to ask so we may as well incorporate it and I just know that that was part of people speaking up so I love that you're encouraging people to just ask and talk to mm-hmm. their local stores because yeah we have we can we have a voice and we can use it to get what we need this morning I was listening to a podcast where a good friend who was being interviewed her name is Carla, she said, you know, at work, they had 
beer and wine on draft for the happy hours. And I just was scared to ask. And I thought it'd be this whole thing. But all I had to do was say, mm -hmm. is there a way that we can get a non-alcoholic option for the happy hours on draft? I mean, if there's this, there should be maybe something that doesn't have any alcohol. And they were just like, sure, what do you want? We'll, we'll get it. Like, <laughs> she was like, I thought that I was going to have to like, tell my whole life story and say why I needed it. But sometimes we just have to ask. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, even if you don't see it on the menu or whatever, asking the server about it, it just creates, you know, that resonates in their head. Okay, people are truly searching for these options we need to provide. And like you said, with the whole um, vegan movement and whatnot, if the restaurant doesn't provide those options, then likely you're not going to choose to go there anymore. And so they're quickly realizing they also have to adapt and, you know, create an, essentially an inclusive variety on their menu. Have you guys discussed or thought about having draft at like local bars and restaurants? Do you think that would be an option in the future with Groovy? Yeah, um, definitely. It's something that we're exploring a little bit more right now. Most of our beers are only in cans, um, but we can definitely do kegs as well. So especially in the Colorado area, try not look at that right now. It's a little bit of a tougher sell in that sense because they're like, oh, well, I don't know how many people are going to be ordering it in the sense of making effective use of one of their drafts. But I think, like you say, we're clearly seeing that shift. Um, so I think that would be so cool. Or even like you said, at a workplace and, you know, have groovy on draft, like that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. Just because, I mean, I joke about it often in, in a, in a positive light because I obviously drink way less NA beers than real beers from when I was drinking. But I often joke like, Oh, I found a six pack of one of my favorite, NA beers. There's a local company here in Oceanside in California. I think they're called New Roots or something like that. Mm -hmm. But but I think it's like $13 for a six pack, which my ex-favorite IPA is probably around the same price. So a lot of the times I feel like restaurants may think like, oh, there's no demand for it or we're not going to make as much money because we make our money from our alcohol sales but a lot of these higher quality mm -hmm. na beverages can almost match the price of a regular beer because i mean the brewing process is the same if not even an extra step right because you're saying you have to now take the alcohol out but there are some really yeah, high no, quality definitely. drinks that can make a bar the same amount of money as a bud light or another whatever beer definitely and i always think that's so funny when people are like oh but like this is priced like similar to a craft beer right and their thought is that it should be less because, you know, it's missing the alcohol. That's like the expensive part, right? But it's like, no, it's, it's literally the same ingredients. It's harder to make. And it's not like alcohol is this like prized possession that you're adding to it. You're just fermenting it longer. So it should really be the same price. And that makes sense. So it's funny to kind of when you hear that perspective and you're like, no, I mean, it's just a beer as well. So. That's great perspective because, yeah, like you said, it's probably a little bit more work and it is giving you something because it's all it's all framing. It's it's giving you the opposite of a hangover. It's going to give you some <laughs> I'm not saying it's like a healthy beverage and like health benefits, but it'll it'll give you 
like a, a cleaner morning or a clear like a, a morning full of clarity or a, or a night where you're not all blurred out so in a way if you're looking for that it's adding some value but then it's hard the way that we just cost it out it's just our minds are funky <laughs> no definitely and i mean we actually just did a, a blog post kind of discussing that a little bit more on the health benefits of you know non-alcoholic beers and so when there is no alcohol and obviously you have those clear it's better than an alcohol option but it's also great sometimes as a post-workout recovery drink you know you're getting electrolytes hops are healthy for you Additionally, hops are great in terms of sleeping. So some people, you know, enjoy having a, one of the groovies before going to bed and you'll have a great night's sleep. So there's also those additional health benefits that you can kind of find in non-alcoholic options, which is great. What's the website, just so I can drop it in our show notes and have Katie added on there. What's the, the website where we can read more about the blog and social media? Like, where can we find you? It's www.getgroovy.com. And yeah, we've recently launched our blog on there as well. So there's a tab for that. And really just trying to be someone that can educate in the space. There's obviously lots of questions about non-alcoholic and the brewing process and all of that. So really providing a space where people can learn more about all of those topics. Yeah, I actually, I need to read that l- latest entry. I I love hop water. Uh, Lagunitas makes hop mm-hmm. water. And I just, I love the flavor uh, of it. But I, I still didn't know that it had some health benefits to it. So I'm going to have to visit the blog mm-hmm. and read up on it. Yeah. So tell me, Annika, I'm just going to shift gears a little bit again to just your personal life. Now that you, I know we're in the middle of COVID and you're back in Canada, back home. But what are you excited about now that you are part of a business and have a clear direction with this and such a huge thing that I feel like is happening and coming. What are you excited about? Honestly, every day is is new and exciting. So um, it's a great opportunity to continue learning and adapt. But I think I'm super excited as we're really at that stage right now where we're kind of on that next step of expanding, getting into new states and being able to be local you know, we're also looking at expanding our ambassador program, which I'm um, spearheading. So really connecting so much with the community. I'm also the one that's on social and talking to everyone. So I just love that whole community aspect. And, you know, Recovery Elevator is a great option for that, creating that sense of we're all in this together and we're going to grow this whole movement together. So I think that's what really is inspiring and motivating and exciting to continue to see grow. That's so great. I love your guys' social media. It's the photos are so great. Like you said, you focused on education and just building that community, which we're really trying to do over here too in Recovery Elevator. You know, you it doesn't matter what your journey looked like. The whole point of us is just enjoying connection together and enjoying time together and all of the other stuff is just busy background noise. But I feel like we do have that in common with both of our missions and we did, we That's were going to we were going to meet or have a little bit more of a more tangible connection at our Denver event that got canceled because of COVID yes. but I hope that next year in the future we're already planning our retreats for next year hopefully we can figure that out again and and have this recovery elevator slash groovy partnership. We can take a ton of photos and, and drink some groovy drinks. So that, that had me really (laughs) excited. I've been having to grieve over that one a little bit. No, I mean, yeah, it's, it's sad to see how many 
events are being canceled. And I think that was one of my favorite things, especially as we go into the summer months. You know, last summer we were both days every weekend out sampling Groovy. And it's just so fun to be able to connect intimately and share our story and hear people's story. And, you know, we've had so many inspiring moments where one of the ones that comes to mind right away is when we were sampling and we had this girl come over and she was so happy to see a non-alcoholic IPA. She started crying and, you know, her family has dealt with alcoholism and she had kind of just steered away from it, but IPAs used to be her favorite. And so she was just so ecstatic and it really moved uh, my whole family. Right. And you don't get those, those moments are hard to come by if you're not there connecting in person with people. Yeah, I I feel like that really just gets you closer to your mission and closer to your why and just su- such like a boost and gives you so much fuel to just keep going because when you know that you're not just bringing another option to the party, you're also for some people really affecting and changing their lives. That has to feel so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing that. All right, Annika. Well, we've reached the rapid fire round. So I have a couple of Final questions for you. If you can answer these in 30 seconds or less, that would be fabulous. Are you ready? (laughs) Okay. Okay. What is, other than Groovy, what is your favorite NA beverage or some of your favorite non-alcoholic options out there? um, I'm definitely always adventurous in kind of the mocktail space and being my own bartender. But my new favorite recent discovery would have to be a matcha latte. So yummy. I love matcha. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm obsessed right now. <laughs> Whenever you come visit to San Diego, I'm going to have to take you to this matcha bar called Holy Matcha. They're a beautiful Instagram account, by the I way. I think I've heard yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they also make a matcha horchata drink, that, which reminds me of like Mexico mm. meets hipster. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's so cool. So put it on your bucket list. One day we will. we can probably have a drink here once all this pandemic ends. <laughs> Awesome. I love that. Next question. What is a memorable moment that you've had or a really good memory that you've had while you've been sober or not drinking on a night where you haven't been drinking? I think I think for me, one of them was that night that I went out with my friends completely sober and was able to just hit the dance floor. I'm a a big dancer, runs on the family. And yeah, being able to get loose and just enjoy the music and realize that, you know, key moment of I can have so much fun and I, and I don't need alcohol to be associated with it. So yeah, I've been dancing. I'm not going to stop dancing. Love it. What are some of your favorite resources? Like, do you, do you follow any like health or wellness accounts or where do you get fuel from? Yeah. So two of my favorite books, which I'm sure that you've heard about are the Sober Curious book. I think that was the first one that I read and that was just I found it super relatable to my own journey and then the this naked mind as well. And then but since I'm on social media, I find that there's so many inspiring accounts. Um, you know, Ditch the Drink, Sober Babes. So yeah, I think that's for me a great space to gain information and resources. Instagram is full of inspiration. I agree with you. And we're gonna mm-hmm. add all of these on to onto the show notes for everyone to reference. Okay, and last question. What parting piece of guidance can you give to listeners who are thinking about ditching the booze, even if it's just for a month or intimidated about the thought of forever? What would you say to encourage those people who want to try this? Take 
take that first jump, you know? I think that's the hardest part is making that first decision and try it. Try it out for just that 30 days. I think a key point is you can always go back, but why not Why not try it, right? You have nothing to lose. So go right in. I love that. Thank you so much, Annika. I'm super excited to get this to our listeners. So I really appreciate you coming on. And reminder to everybody, yes. we still have the code live. If you want to purchase anything from Groovy, just go to getgroovy.com. And the code is recovery elevator, two words, right? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you so much for being here once again. Yes, thank you so much for having me. And I'm glad, you know, everything went smoothly for the second time. So excited to get this out there. Thank you so much. Take care. And that's a wrap, Team RE. Before I depart and say adios, I'm planning another little challenge in your brain. In the next week, give a new tool a go. Maybe you finally attend that AA meeting you keep almost going to. Or maybe you join Cafe RE, or you tell a friend to be your accountability partner for the weekend. Maybe you try a new flavor of kombucha or you click play on a meditation led by the famous Andy on Headspace. If we don't try new things, we will never know if something can possibly help us during this, our journey. Shoot me a message at odette at recoveryelevator.com and let me know if anything came out of this challenge. I've been loving hearing from you guys and reading your emails. You can also tag us on Instagram as you share your alcohol-free journey with us. Remember that you're not alone and together is always better. Recovery Elevator, let's be respectful to others. Let's focus on similarities and not the differences. Let's make space for people who are different than us instead of automatically canceling them out. I love each and every one of you guys. See you next Monday. <laughs>